All right, welcome to part two of the three Miraglim. So we just finished talking about sports. And a and now, bunch of other stuff. And a bunch of other stuff. And now we're getting into our AOC Live of the Week. So AOC Live of the Week is when we discuss... <laughs> it's when we discuss... <laughs> Let's get into it, boys. Is when we discuss uh, AOC, our favorite lib of all time. She produces a lot of content. The last two weeks she hasn't done anything. But it'll happen soon, and eventually our AOC Lib of the Week will be AOC, and that will be very fun. That will be a very monumentous occasion in the Three Moroglin podcast history. Yeah, but so this week's AOC Lib of the Week is a, a movie trailer called Karen, which Ben Shapiro called the worst movie trailer he's ever seen in his life. <laughs> um, it's pretty funny. So basically... Look, Ben Shapiro, we're going to have some beef right now. Because mm. as bad as the trailer was, it was extremely entertaining to watch. Oh, Ben, ben Shapiro admitted to it. He said he, he was... I watched the video of him <laughs> reacting to it. Ben Shapiro was just like... The whole entire time, he was just like, how is this not parody? Because this would be amazing on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> it's not parody? It's not parody. At all? No. Okay, this so is, let me explain to the viewers what it is. So the, the movie trailer, Karen... Is basically a movie about these black people. They move into some rich neighborhood, and there's this woman who lives in front of them, who is white. Very surprising. Her name's Karen, and basically she's very, very <laughs> Spoiler racist. Spoiler alert. She's very, very racist, and she like abuses them the second they come in. Like she, she tells them installing like video cameras. She starts installing video cameras in her house. On them went to put the garbage out. Yeah. They were like, how could we let criminals move into our neighborhood? Yeah. And uh, her brother's a police officer. So she, like, calls the, the police. He, she calls her brother to, like, harass the, the neighbors. Yeah. She also, just, like, regular nice black people. Yeah. She also has this comment where she's like, look at, like, she looks at them. She goes into their house. And then she sees the, the, the wife, the mother, in the kitchen. And she says, oh, look, she's slaving away in the kitchen. Because, like, black people are... I'm sure there's going to be in the movie... So it's really, it's really messed up. I'm sure in the movie there's going to be so many more oh, yeah. references and, like, little secret uh, under-the-table like, mm-hmm. disses and stuff. It's yeah, she just, also... The movie, the trailer is so out of touch. Well, obviously, there's a representation in the movie. But it's so out of touch because the idea... They're trying to take something from a meme culture, which is Karen's... Right. Which has nothing to do with racism. Karens were started yes. because of people. They ruined the word Karen. It, this is not what Karens are. Karens aren't racism. Karens are people that walk into Target and want to see the manager because the masks they're selling aren't the colors that they want. <laughs> no, Karens, That's what a Karen is. Karens are, they annoy everyone and everybody. They're, there's, there's, they don't discriminate. The thing yeah. is, it's, it's, this, this movie is just so just crazy. I mean... They're trying to associate something bad and be relatable with this meme culture of the Karens no, but and tie it into racism, which is also heavily politicized. Wasn't there that video of the Karen who, like, there was a black people doing a barbecue and it was this white lady who came into them and she was like, I'm calling the cops, you guys are not doing, I don't know, you guys are breaking the law and she started going crazy and her name was Karen. I think that's the original... <laughs> I, I'm not sure if that's the original one, but I feel like that same person would go up to a white family making a barbecue and tell them to stop barbecuing. Like, I feel like Karen. Nobody like, does that. I mean, Karen's. I don't know. <laughs> I'm saying, there's, the, like, there's also videos of, like, her walking up in the trailer. She goes up to a couple um, African-American teenagers and basically films them. 
and says like we have these very violent people doing crime even though they literally did nothing and then the she calls her brother she gets who a, a committee cop. she gets a committee of white people together exactly and they all harass in the dark and they the all scheme, scheme, right? like it's a horror, it's 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 also very like creepy like music it's like built like a horror movie it's supposed to be a horror movie also they have like a 2 year old who talks to like the mom the the black mom and she says she says uh oh yeah um, the, she does, the, like Karen she doesn't really like black people and then the wife's like but I'm black. Like, oh, really? <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Do you think she hates you also? Like, she's been harassing you the whole movie. And then, then, and then the kid says, like, oh, yeah, she hates you too. As if, yeah, everyone knows that. It's pretty obvious. Like, It just yeah. shows how out it's of just touch these guys are because the, the people... The people making this movie probably thought they're relatable. They're making... Everyone hates Karen, so let's just turn her into this vicious psychopath character like white supremacist if you don't comply like they only use a couple of the meme stuff but like it just so doesn't hit it's like it the idea of it seems like it's it's there's a uh, policies that are being trying to be pushed through it and it feels like the whole thing is just some political agenda this right. movie and could, it's just super I annoying sum it down to a very simple question how many likes does this video have uh-huh eight point as a nine almost nine hundred thousand views Eight point five thousand likes. Okay. Forty six thousand dislikes. Okay. That's pretty good. A solid <laughs> ratio. So <laughs> ratio eight into forty six is uh, six times eight. Four. So almost six times. Yeah, makes almost sense. six times more dislikes than likes. So I guess that shows that not everyone's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> At least not. <laughs> not everyone. There's eight thousand. There's eight thousand. Yeah. yeah. And it, another good point Ben Shapiro, ben Shapiro made is that like the whole like like a problem with racism that people claim is like there's such thing as like systemic racism but like this isn't systemic this is just one piece of garbage in this movie so it's kind of like kind of disproves like their whole uh, idea and like the only reason that there's the, that the police are like mean is because this specific racist lady has a brother who's a cop also I don't know either way this this wouldn't fly anywhere this like a situation like this can't happen but the way they present this movie it's almost like this is a situation that happens all the time yeah i i totally will agree there are situations where like a black family will move into a white community and they might feel uncomfortable yeah probably but like the way the violence is brought out in this movie is just like (laughs) yeah this is not real life life but they're trying to push it as something that's real and it's just like it just creates um creates animosity creates yeah hate. exactly I'll tell you the truth Hollywood they have their agendas they want us to to get brainwashed by what they right. what they put onto well thank god we're not the 46,000 dislikes has proven that we're a little bit smarter than Can Hollywood's read some comments? BS yeah, but yeah <laughs> this looks like one of those college humor Saturday Night Live parody sketches which is exactly cr- like if this was like supposed to be funny it would be really good well, like, it's just supposed to be, like, a real, like, a real movie. African-American woman named Karen exists. Everybody. This is a book of fusion. Yeah. They're literally trying to brainwash people into thinking that this could really happen. Yeah, that's... that's I have dealt the, with... Oh, bro. The person who wrote The, the Truth. That's the, the truth. name of the guy who posted that. Yeah, yeah that's I, good. I, so, I yeah, mean, this is... Uh, it's very... Uh, I have dealt with so many Karens in the workplace. I deal with yeah, customer Yeah, tell us what a real Karen is like, because this is not what Karen is. Real Karens are not racist. I've dealt with people who, like, are super nasty about their appointments... They're calling from overseas. They're like, 
let's say for example we had this one time where we had the we were going out to a job three four times and the guy there who opens the door for our installers keeps on kicking them out and the woman the woman who's like needs the repairs done she's out of town and she calls us screaming at us why aren't you a professional company why aren't you getting your job done and the person that's hired to open the door for us keeps on kicking out our installers so there's nothing we can do about it and we inform her of the situation and she's like i want to speak to your boss i want to speak to the owner and all that stuff and it's just like that's like a real karen really annoying but she wasn't racist she was actually nice she just wanted her lines fixed so she wanted to speak <laughs> to the owner and yeah so she made she made a little bit of a balagon but at the end of the day, she wasn't racist. She wasn't a bad person. She just wanted her blinds fixed aggressively. What was her real name? Her real name? Yeah. I'm not going to say. Not Karen, though. Yeah, you're okay. I, I, you I had a it out. Is it possible that it was Karen? Or no way? I had a customer named Karen, but I'm not sure. I've had a few named Karen. I'm not sure if they were bad or whatever. I wonder what the statistic is for people named Karen changing their names in the last two years. Not Maybe not changing their names, but like in like 30 years, it there's became not going to be children negative. named Karen ever again. There's not going to be children named Rose. You know, when you hear the name Rose or Golda, I just think like 1935 East, <laughs> East Hungary. I'm not thinking like, I, like no one's naming their kids these names. Like, no, but Karen like is there's no such one is going to be named Karen rap. ever again. Like Karen is a very popular name. Like it's going to be gone in ten years. Like there's not going to be kids named Karen. No one's going to name their daughter Karen anymore because that's just mean. Yeah, like if right. you want your if you want your daughter to get bullied in school, you would name her Karen. That's not going to happen anymore. Or like Boogerface. Right, so I'm saying Karen's a normal name. Yeah. It's a normal, like, you remember, there's a Super Bowl commercial where, where uh, someone, someone, like, someone gave, I, was, I think it was an Eminem commercial where, like, some, some, like, lady gives M&Ms to, like, some other lady and says, like, sorry, I called you Karen. And then she's like, but my name is Karen. And she's like, sorry, your name is Karen. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, that was one of the Super Bowl commercials. Like, Karen, the name is dead. No one can be named Karen again. Yeah, there's <laughs> such a bad rap around the name. Yeah. That it just can't be done. What's like the male name for Karen? Is there a male name for it? like? I know, I know. Gertrude is like the, the old Karen. <laughs> what? So it's like a thing. So like Karens are like, I guess within like the thirty to fifty range, and then like, like elderly people, Gertrude is like, the name. You know who's really nice? Roberts. I like Roberts. They're nice. They're I cool. Know, I think I know one Robert. They're very. <laughs> He's a very nice guy. American classic, like. Yeah, Roberts Bob. are nice. Bob's, people. Bob's. Yeah, Bob's. Oh such sweethearts man yeah <laughs> yeah all right yeah. fine so uh now transferring from aoc loop of the week yes we have a current events topic mendel wants to introduce that he was going through his head current That's events cool. yeah uh so a lot of people are wondering is mashiach coming this is a question we've been asking since the beginning of gala since the beginning of our exile we've all been asking this question the answer is yes, it's coming. The real question is when. So it appears... Isn't it now? It appears that we're very close. Um, there's a lot going on that is showing us that it could be that we are at the footsteps, the doorstep, that it's a step away. It's, there's all these disasters that are happening back to back to back. 
which hopefully will stop happening because mm-hmm. nobody likes disasters. But there was the situation in Meiron a few months ago, Lag Bomer. There was also a group of Hasidim that were having a celebration and they were setting up bleachers. Tish, no? It was like, a, yeah, Tish. And the, the, the bleachers fell and a few people died. And now we have the, the, the building that collapsed here in Surfside. And, and COVID, I mean, COVID oh it's killed millions of a million people. So there's a lot going on. We just, you know, we need to do so, our own work here. We need to, everybody needs to do their little part to help bring Mashiach, whether that's davening more, which is avoida, or doing more gemilas chasadim, which are acts of kindness, loving kindness, or learning more Torah. These are things that, that will help bring Mashiach soon. May he come right away. The question is when? And uh, very... the answer is, we hope right now. Amen. As you're listening to this. Amen. Yeah, so um, I was in Shul the other, the other day on Shabbos, and Whoa. no big deal. I go to Shul on Shabbos. I'm not trying to flex on anyone. Sometimes I go to Shul on Shabbos. It's very impressive of me, but it is, it is what it is, you know? So I, he gave us, uh, he brought a few proofs in the Gemara about how before the times of Mashiach comes, there's going to be three collapses of buildings. The buildings are going to collapse. And I don't, I'm not trying to bring any reasoning for why buildings are collapsing because obviously it's extremely horrible. And uh, my heart goes out to the victims involved in, in the situation and the families that are waiting for their family members to be found. Hopefully safe. Alive. Alive. I mean, we're going to say to Tehillim for these individuals, but hopefully uh, Mashiach will come. And, and Gaulus is something that is, is very difficult. It's hard to understand, to wrap your head around. But Mashiach is the ultimate goal of, of the creation. And that, that downward, that Yerida to go down into Gaulus, to uplift it, mm-hmm. to make the world a better place, to get to this ultimate Gola is, is ultimately the purpose of, of what we're down here for. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's really tough because the, when the Rebbe was around, he, he always talked about how Mashiach was coming and, and it's, we're right there and we're about to be like in the times of Mashiach, we're on the footsteps of Mashiach and Unfortunately, it never came yet. So it's hard. It's hard to keep um, positive. It's hard to keep like a positive aspect on on like oh, Mashiach's coming now, but like it never comes now. So so how can we keep on having faith that it's going to come now? That's a and, good point. Like our grandparents, our parents were in school, and when they were in school, they were being. I mean, this was obviously years ago, like twenty, thirty, forty years ago, fifty years ago, hundred years ago. They were being told by their teachers. Oh, we need to dive in for Mashiach. We need Mashiach now. And the Rebbe was—I mean, this was forever. I mean, yeah. The been... Rebbe was was someone who really went down on on the concept of Mashiach. There are other Bayim that that touched upon it, that went into it, but the Rebbe really focused on that, and he was yeah. so serious when it came to topics of Mashiach. It was something that was like that touched him deeply. There was nothing. He was connected to more emotionally than than the concept of Mashiach and yeah, bringing the it. The first mimer he gave it was like his, it was like his terms terms and conditions. It was the first mimer. It's like it's like when you're signed you're signing up for a new service. You got to read the terms and conditions. This is what the Rebbe wanted. It was his mission statement. Mm-hmm. Like we're here as in this world in order to bring Mashiach to to basically elevate the world into 
the perfect utopia, uh, the, the final, the, the, the final, the end, you know? Yeah, but uh, there's there's another concept of of Mashiach that, that we have to understand. Also, a concept of Galus itself is that even if Mashiach isn't here now, or even if it doesn't come today, which it will. Amen. Amen. Even if it doesn't come right now, the focus on on uplifting and and being and and making the physical more spiritual and doing good deeds and and learning is always has to be at the forefront with the end goal in mind. But to the idea of uplifting something that is inherently physical and to make it something physical was the whole idea of Harsinai. And, and bringing down the tablets we talked about earlier that uh, Maisha broke the first set of Luchais. On, on Shiva Asurbatamas. Yes, on Shiva Asurbatamas is when Maisha broke the first set of Luchais. And the first set of Luchais were Luchais that Hashem wrote himself. So they were mm-hmm. like inherently spiritual, but there was something missing to that. Because there, it was too almost too spiritual, it wasn't connected. There was no human effort involved. It was just exactly. straight... From the hands of God Himself, there was no, there was no toiling of man involved. Exactly, and then when when Maisha brought down the second luchai, luchai said, he made with Hashem. It was something that had, was was made through man and through God together to create something physical and spiritual, like a combination of the both. And that's the thing. The first luchai did they weren't sustainable. They broke. The second luchai were sustained. They were kept and put into the. To the Aaron, and they stayed in the, through the first base of Mikdash, and then we lost it. Now but they're somewhere. They're over somewhere there. under the ground, somewhere. In your sign. There's, they're, they're somewhere yeah. in those tunnels. Yo, it's crazy. No one, no one can find those tunnels. I mean, we have archaeologists working all over the Middle East. Are they trying? Up, I mean, no one's like bumped into it. You know, <laughs> like nobody was just I like. I mean, it's deep, it's it's under. I'm pretty sure it's some... Well, I think Shlomo and, and David made it specifically so that nobody could find it until the times of Mashiach, but uh, it's supposed to be some like in some kind of tunnel under under um, the Temple Mount, somewhere over there. Although, Yerushalayim is layered over, like, because it got destroyed so many times. Like, it's, like, on top of layers of destructed cities. Like, there's just layers of destructed cities under, like, what you see now. So yeah, like, it could be like on the really deep tunnel tours under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the water and everything. Yeah, with the water, and you could see one. like the village underneath, and and the walls that go down, because because the bricks, um, from the 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 only part of the kaisel that you see that has the bricks from the time of, of back in the day, from like the base Hamikdash are only the bottom bricks because it keeps on sinking the top ones. Are just added there over time. Yeah. So the bottom ones are from from um, the, the base Hamikdash itself, and you go underneath into the tunnels, and you could see the bigger bricks that they use for the lower parts of the of the wall. And it's actually really cool. Some of those bricks are like, like a few hundred pounds, or like a few thousand pounds. They're crazy huge. Like they're massive. Those those stones. So it's it's really cool to see if you're ever in. You know, it would be cooler to see the base of Mikdash. Yeah, okay. brought down now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we need it. We need it. There's a lot. There's a lot going on now, 
and it's a lot to do Wait, with also israel people. we didn't mention uh, the whole uh, war in israel yeah that's another crazy thing that's happening and they just shut their borders as well because of the, the new strain of covid oh because uh delta yeah and, and yes. the mass and all that stuff it's all back it's crazy they, their borders were open people were going in now we can't go anymore until i don't know until they fix it but yeah the war was crazy it's like mm-hmm. the most rockets ever in the history yeah thank god for the iron dome so i would suggest that in these really tough times if you're going through it to connect to some of your friends and family and just appreciate what you have and to to do the best that you can to bring this out because it's in a time that we really need it okay so to recap what we just spoke about there's so many things going on and it seems hectic and life is hectic that's the truth but when all these negative things happen we need to find the light we need to find the positivity and we have to be proactive about it we can't just sit and hope that it comes and we can't hope that someone else is going to do it for us so we spoke about bringing mashiach we spoke about tragedies all the, tra- all the tragedies that happen that have been happening and hopefully will stop happening and we need to we need to protect ourselves spiritually that's the most important a lot of times when, for example, a lot of times when people were in trouble or people were having physical illnesses, God forbid, people would go to the Rebbe and they would say, you know, this is what's going on. The Rebbe would say, check your mezuzahs, check your tefillin, because these spiritual mitzvahs that we're doing are actually protecting us. So what we should be doing, we should all take upon ourselves something in the areas of Abbas Yisrael, like maybe complimenting people, complimenting Jews when we see them, being nice to each other, not bringing each other down. We should take upon ourselves specific times to learn Torah, setting times to learn Torah. Saying to Hillim. Saying to Hillim, davening, doing mitzvahs, and hopefully this will bring Mashiach. And to end on a, to end this podcast on a happier note, Aaron has something to share with us. So. Yeah, recently, thank God, Baruch Hashem, there have been many, many engagements on COL. Some people. Zero live Instagram well, account. It's funny because very famous. It's almost like we we connect the engagement to COL when that's not the case. Just someone getting engaged that was posted on COL. But there is so Aaron, many. Aaron, do you have beef with COL live? <sighs> it's too much to go into this week. That that we're gonna need a whole podcast for. COL and me are fine for now, <laughs> but. We're just going to talk about the amount of people that are getting engaged, the amount of simchas that are happening. It's oh, just shit. wonderful to yeah. see. Uh, one of my roommates just got engaged. Mazeltov! Mazeltov is right. And it's just very exciting to see all these people getting engaged. It's exciting to see it on COL, seeing the simchas going on. And I'm just excited for these these new couples to bring homes and, and, and build up on the future generation of Yidin. Yeah. It's very exciting. Yeah. I don't have Instagram, but Aaron, when you get engaged, best Rosh Hashem, whenever that is, I definitely want to see see you alive post that. Yeah, it's it's gonna be an <laughs> that's interesting. That's a dream of yours experience. for sure. That's something you've enjoyed yeah. you guys since you were a kid. COL is just like it's like a dream. Like some people get engaged just so they can have a COL picture. Yeah. <laughs> like they don't necessarily like the girl, they don't necessarily want to get married. 
But they want their picture on COL. Right. They want an engagement it's picture every on child's COL. Dream. Every way, child's COL dream. Every child's dream. COL is not sponsoring this. This is just a big plug. It's clearly not. You're, all, you're welcome. This is our this shout out. Really COL. <laughs> COL, if you're listening to this, please, please promote us. We need all the We don't need any help. I'm just kidding. We're, no, we're, we, we're good, but we, we could promote, use your we help. You scratch your back. You scratch our back. Exactly. We give you a plug. You give us a plug. Please. Oh, Thank you. exactly. Perfect. I want to talk about one thing that was really funny. Like, COL has these rules on, like, when you send in um, a photo, an engagement photo. Like, you're not allowed to use props, and you're not allowed to touch, which makes sense. And you're not allowed to... I forgot the other one, but the props thing is really funny. Because it's not, like, standard. Like, if some people are, like, holding flowers, some people get by with it, and some people won't. And it's just really funny to see all the little politics that go into like yeah. are you are you allowed to post this are does, you not allowed to post this just really wait if you don't understand what col live what we're talking about it's col like live it's like yeah it's like uh <laughs> it's like a news it's like a news uh outlet somewhat of for like chabad and they have an instagram account and they post every single chabad human being to ever get engaged in the history of time exactly so they just, <laughs> all they Literally. do is just post people getting engaged like every day do they have so a camera guy a fun thing. at the oil like, no waiting no, no, no. for people i definitely don't think they do no you the pictures are sent in oh, the right. pictures are sent in they're submitted right wouldn't it be yeah. cool if like you just had like two guy and just dress up just that put a beard so on one of them funny. and just put like a green screen behind them, have the eye hole behind them, and just, just send it to see alive and just make up a random name. Just have some random non Jews just be on. to Uganda. <laughs> the Niger- Nigerian prince gets engaged. I remember when I posted. <laughs> I remember when I posted a picture on my meme page of uh, CJ McCollum standing next to his <laughs> wife, and his wife is extremely sneeze, and they're walking through the tunnel like NBA players do. And there's a lot of, like, those candid photos that COL does. So I just, like, popped the COL logo on their, on their <laughs> like picture. The yeah, and I copy and pasted, like, CJ McCollum from Portland, Oregon, gets engaged to Sterney Applebaum from Montreal. And I just, like, pop and put it online. And, like, there was these random people, like, liking the picture. Mazel Yeah, they thought it was, like, a Did real engagement. No, no, they didn't. I only got a few. I only tricked a few people because I don't. Because you have to follow COL right. to get like their posts on your feed. Um, yeah, it, it was just a really interesting um, interaction. Yeah, COL Live is is just very weird. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, not, it's weird. It's nice. It's wholesome. And it's, it's also Aaron's dream to get yeah, posted on COL Live. Yeah. So next podcast is all going to be on COL. Mirza Hashem. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. All right, fine. So we're going to sign off for episode two of the Three Maraglam. We hope you enjoyed. And if you got to the end, that's pretty awesome. Thank you for listening to us for an hour or however long. And Yeah, uh, if you managed to make it through this entire podcast, that's like literally two thumbs up to you. I don't even think I can make it through the whole podcast. So (laughs) it's definitely a congratulations. We self-deprecate ourselves because we... We love ourselves, that's the truth. We know you made it to the end. <laughs> we we all... love you. Thank you for listening. And our email is... 3DMiraglum, spelled out, T-H-R-E-E, Miraglum at gmail.com. If you have any questions, any Comments. suggestions, yeah. Uh, yeah. Feedback. All right, yes, guys. That's a word. See you next week. See you.